different before we get into our Bible study. And we're going to pray for those families uh, down in Uvalde, Texas. And I think we need to lift them up. And I think the only way to truly understand the depth of the prayer that we need to be praying, we need to put ourselves in their position the best that we possibly can. And uh, I'm going to ask anyone who wants to to pray. And I'm going to ask Jason to start a prayer off. And then just start, just pray whenever you're prepared to pray. And Scott, after a period of time, give people time, you close us out in prayer. But anyone that feels like they need to pray or wants to pray for those grieving families, please pray this time. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. most of us grew up in is nothing like the world that we see today, is it? You know, I never thought that I would see the things that I have seen. Never thought I would experience what we have experienced in the last number of years. I want to read a passage of Scripture to you tonight, kind of going off. We're going to do uh, anthropology and harmatology, which is doctrine of man, the doctrine of sin. But uh, doctrine of sin follows right along with this. But I want to read something to you out of Second Timothy. You know, in the latter days, Jesus said, we'll have earthquakes, we'll have famines. John tells us that it would take a bag of gold to buy a loaf of bread. We were told by Paul that two men will be working in the field, one will be taken, one will be left. We're told that two will be on the rooftop, one will be taken, one will be left. But Paul tells Timothy in these words. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. It's times of stress. That's what that means. How many here feel like we're in a stressful time? Know this, that in the last days, perilous, stressful times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, 
unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control. Brutal. Despisers of good. Traitors. Headstrong. Haughty. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people turn away. Back in the book of Romans, chapter 1. It talks about God's wrath on the unrighteousness. Starting in verse 18. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness. The truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ has been suppressed for so long now that we are seeing the result of the seeds that have been sown, and now we are reaping the harvest. We sowed to the wind, and we are now reaping the whirlwind. When will we learn? And when will we get a grip on how evil our nation has become? Because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. We deny His creation. But in His creation, He says, For that since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes are clearly seen. Look around. Look around. The birds are flying in the air, the grass is growing. The trees are budding. The world is coming back alive, not because of nature, but because of God. For since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. He made it all. Even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Well, you know what we've done for so long? We've taught our young people for so long that they are nothing but amoeba. That now they believe that, that they are nothing and they are going nowhere. There is no eternal life. There is no heaven. There is no hell. There is no judgment. There is no nothing. You came from nothing. You're going to nothing. And now because of that, we've become so evil that we don't really even honor human life. It's so sad. So sad. And you know the terrible thing about this? What's it been a week ago? Buffalo? Texas before that? 
Texas again with children. Can you imagine the horror of a classroom of fourth graders with a masked gunman comes in your room with an automatic, a semi-automatic AR-15 and begins mowing your friends and your teachers down? Can you imagine the horror that those children felt? And you know what we say? And you may not agree with me at all, and that's quite all right. Let's take a moment of silence. We've taken too many moments of silence. We need action. We need to do something about this. You may own one. You do not need an AR-15 at 18 years of age if you're not military trained and know what you're doing. And most likely, nobody needs one unless you are in the military service. Why? 18, you can't even drink in Texas at 18, but you can buy an AR-15 when you're on your 18th birthday and go slaughter 21 people. Does that not grieve you? It grieves me. It grieves me. It breaks my heart. You know, you know what I could think of? I, all I could think about is, what if that was my grandchild? For the first thought that I had, my evil heart, I would want revenge. That's not right either. But that's what you think, isn't it? They're without excuse because although they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened, professing to be wise, they became fools. That's us. That's our country today. That's our world. Do you know we're the only civilized world, or a civilized nation, excuse me, that doesn't have some of these stopgap measures in place? We're the only one. You know, they had, they had a problem in... In Australia, you know what they did? They took all of those. You can have a shotgun, you can have a rifle, you can have a handgun. You can't have a semi-automatic or automatic weapon. They haven't had a problem since. <clears throat> Do I believe in the Second Amendment? Sure. But you know what? I also believe in the other amendments. And I think a lot of people only know the Second Amendment. And change the glory of the incorruptible God and the image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore God gave them up to uncleanliness and the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves. Who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worship that served the creation rather than the creator who is blessed forevermore. Amen. Now, this reason God gave them up to vile passions. Boy, did we not see that going on in our world today. Where do you think monkey pox came from? Came out of Africa. What, what, why, why is it in the UK? Did you read the article? The raves? Homosexuality? For this reason, God gave them to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against the nature. Likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust for one another, men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of the error which was due.
And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unwickedness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-minded. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgment of God that those who practice such things are deserving of death. Not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. So what's our response? What are we to do? We're to do a lot of things. Not just pray. We are to pray, but we're to make changes. And we are to be what Jesus said in the Beatitude in chapter 5, verse 13 through 16. You are the salt of the earth. Well, I think it's time for us to be salt again, don't you? But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. Also, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do, the, nor do you light, uh, they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand and give it light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. It's time that we be what we claim to be, and it's time that we stand up for the innocent We talk about the murder of unborn babies, and we need to stand up for that. We talk about the murder of fourth graders, we need to stand up for that. It's time that we quit saying, I'll take a moment of silence, or I'll pray for them. It's time that we make changes. And I pray that you would pray for our country, and that you would be bold enough to stand for the innocent and make a difference. One life to live soon passed. Only what's done for God will last. Let's stand. Claudia, would you dismiss us?